Alright, here we are, ready for episode 3. So I've done some uh, thinking, I've been listening to my old podcasts, all two of them, uh, back and forth a little bit, and I realized that I tried a little bit too hard on the most recent one to not pause at all, and it kind of came off as rambling, and I think I tried to talk about a little bit too much. I'm going to try and be a little bit reflective on these, or not reflective, but I'm going to try and reflect on these podcasts as I record them and try and make them better because I don't want you guys listening to shit. And you're probably not going to listen to shit for very long. You're going to tell me to fuck off. And I know on the whatever most recent podcast, I tried not to pause and re-record over myself. And in my head, that came off better than it did in real life because there was just way too much bullshit of me rambling and not checking my notes and well basically fuck that you know that one wasn't the greatest but we're gonna learn from that we're gonna move on we're gonna be better also there was a little bit of feedback in my inbox this week not actually in my inbox somebody sent me an email and then they texted me about how shitty the last podcast was and shout out to that guy brandon you know who you are also, I love how I fully just said his name and then said, you know who you are. Like, everybody isn't going to know who he is. Although, I guess there's a fucking, a fuck ton of people named Brandon. Like, a lot. So, I mean, maybe it's the Brandon you know. You don't know. It could be. So, this week, I'm going to talk about something that I sort of touched on last week. And that is different friend groups. And, basically, the different dynamics that you have with different groups of friends and I know I'm pretty confident that I'm going to offend some people who are my friends but are listening to this podcast and they probably think that they're in a different friend group or they misinterpret what I'm saying and they think that I'm talking shit about them and basically if you're getting worked up over should I say in the podcast then you should go fuck yourself and we're probably not that good friends but before I get into that, I want to talk about something, and that is my ashy fucking hands. Can I tell you, every winter, I don't have this problem in the summer, my hands are perfectly fine in the summer, but in the winter, I get the fucking driest hands ever, and it, part of this is because I... Well, I don't know if this is a reason, but I feel like when I was a kid, I used way too much hand sanitizer. Like, I was fucking bathing in Purell. Like, I was a fucking addict out here, fucking drinking Purell, like an alcoholic on the street. And, uh, I never used hand lotion back then. And even now, I have a lot of trouble finding a hand lotion because I fucking hate how oily your hands get. It feels like... You just used a bottle of lube and then jerked off a horse. Like, what, what? why does every fucking hand lotion feel like that? Can somebody fucking explain this to me or find me a lotion that doesn't leave my hands feeling greasy like I just fucking used an entire bottle of lube to fucking jerk off a horse or some other animal? I guess it could be any animal, like a rhino or something like that. I'm assuming you would need lube if you were going to jerk off an animal like that. This is what I assume... I don't know, breeders? Are they breeders if they just jerk off horses? Because you're not really a breeder unless you're making the animals fuck. Like if you're just jerking off the horse and then storing the semen for, I don't know, other use, then 
you're not even a breeder. Like, what What are you, a horse masturbator? <laughs> yeah, that's a shitty fucking job. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, if somebody could recommend a hand lotion that doesn't feel like I'm a horse masturbator, that'd be awesome. And also, I want to discuss a little something I saw on Twitter. And I used to not give a fuck about gender reveals. And when people got mad about them, I would be like... You know, I, I couldn't understand why people would get mad about a gender reveal. You know, like, it doesn't affect you. And then people were saying, oh, you know, it's, it's selfish of the parents. You know, they just want gifts and shit. And yeah, fucking babies are expensive. And they're going to milk that shit for everything it's worth. Why doesn't one-year-old have a birthday party? So you can give them shit. You think the one-year-old gives a fuck? The one-year-old doesn't even know what's going on. They're fucking brain dead. Well, not brain dead, but they might as well be when you're a fucking baby. You're not even a fucking human being yet. So anyways, I saw that people are using lasagna as a way to announce the gender of their baby. Like when you pull it out, the ricotta is like blue or pink. And I just like the amount of selfishness that goes into this. I didn't think about it as selfish because the person's getting gifts. I don't, yeah, more power to them to get shit for their baby because babies are fucking pricey. Not that I know from experience and hope to not know for a long time. But for you as a parent, like, how do you even go about getting this lasagna? Because I'm assuming that the, the gender reveal is also a surprise to you. Like, you're not just doing it for the sake of everybody else there, because that's fucking stupid. You might as well just tell everyone, yeah, this is what the baby is. And I don't know, all the videos and shit that I've seen of gender reveals, the parents seem to be surprised or happy or pissed off, in some cases, that they're having a boy or a girl. So basically, you, a selfish piece of shit, not only are you having a baby and asking your friends to give you gifts, you're also asking another friend and or family member to go to a store. Well, first of all, they have to call your doctor and figure out what the fuck you're having. Like, they give a fuck. They don't give a shit what you're going to have. Like, why, why do they fucking care? And you make them care. You make them call your doctor and find out what the fuck kind of baby you're going to have. And then you make this person also go to a store and or... Even worse, you make them make a lasagna that has blue ricotta in it because you're having a fucking baby boy? Fuck you. You are... Oh. People like this should be sterilized. The absolute irony of, of these people having babies and doing gender reveals like this because they shouldn't... They. I'm a firm believer that people should have to have a license to have a kid and th these are the sorts of things that would have your license revoked. And you would be forcibly sterilized. So the absolute irony of them actually having a baby and then forcing their fucking friends to go and fucking make them a lasagna, a fucking dick lasagna or a vagina lasagna. Like, also, how fucking repulsive does that lasagna look that it's fucking blue? It looks like dick cheese. Fucking gross. Disgusting. Anybody who does this should be sterilized or taken out back and left in the puddle so that they can drown. Which gives us a perfect segue into the friend group. 
what friend? <laughs> what friend are you asking? Or family member? I'm assuming it has to be a family member. But what friend are you asking to pick up or make the fucking dick or vagina lasagna for you? Well, first they have to call your doctor and tell them that they're your friend and that they want to make a dick or vagina lasagna for you, which, I mean, that that needs to be a special bond there. That just can't be, you can't have a coworker do that shit. You can't have one of your casual acquaintances do that shit. That has to be... So the first group that I'm going to talk about are those fucking people who you work with that you honestly, like, some days go by and you don't even remember their name. And you probably don't even see them for fucking 80% of the time. Like, you could run into them on the street and you would totally pretend that you did not see this person just because, not because you don't like them, but you have no fucking idea who they are. You don't speak to them, you don't really know them as a person. And you don't give a fuck about them as a person, really. Like, they could win the lottery or die, and your reaction would be the same. You'd be like, oh, wow. Like, I, I, I don't give a fuck about that person, so, boop. You know, fuck them. And then, there's other people at work who, because you work with them, you have to pretend to like them. And this is a very interesting dynamic, because... I work with a lot of people who I fucking hate. I shouldn't say a lot, but I think there's there's enough people that I work with that I really don't like. And because I work with them closely, I guess, I have to at least pretend to like them and, you know, pretend to deal with their bullshit. So when they ask me how my weekend was or whatever, and they all think that they're, like, actually friendly. This is what pisses me off. Like, I wish that they would just fall into the first category of people and not ask me about my weekend or about my evenings or about my life because I don't care about you. Like, I, I don't want to reciprocate this conversation. Why are we doing it? Why, why am I pretending to give a fuck what you did this weekend? I don't care. And when people ask me what I did this weekend... Especially these people, like, I'm not telling them, like, oh, yeah, I went out and fucking, I don't know, got trash or something. Like, these people don't get that that level. They're just like, oh, I had a good weekend. Yeah, it was nice. I, uh, I didn't do too much. Whereas, like, in reality, you went out and got fucking obliterated and fell asleep in an Uber on the way home. Like, what makes you think I'm going to tell this person that? I don't even fucking like you. As a human being, I don't like you as a coworker. Why would I try and incorporate or listen to your life or try and tell you about my life and incorporate you in my life? I don't fucking care. I don't like you, and that's that. So th that's those, the, let's say the negative end of the spectrum. And then there's the positive end of the spectrum of people who you work with who, like, there's some people who you genuinely think, like, oh, that's a good person, you know, you, you talk to them a little bit here and there, and you actually, when you ask them, like, oh, what's going on, or how was your day, and then they're like, oh, fuck this place, and you're like, yeah, me too, same, like, let, let's talk about how much we hate our jobs, and I feel like that's kind of a bonding experience that you have, which is important to a, a friendship, to a dynamic, is that you need to have something to bond over, which is kind of why coworkers are an interesting kind of friend group, so to speak, because you don't really have any reason to be their friend 
or to talk to them other than the fact that you work with them. Like with other friend groups or other, like whatever, you go to a bar, if you're watching a hockey game or a soccer game or something, and you're each like a fan of that same team and that's what you start talking about and then you bond over that and then suddenly that turns into an actual friendship. Whereas when you work with someone, like there's no natural flow of friendship like other than I hate my job you hate your job let's talk about how much we hate our jobs or then there's those fucking people who get wet for their jobs and they're like oh yeah this is so exciting to get like an announcement from I don't know the boss and they're just like oh yeah did you see that fucking announcement like they get fucking hyped up over bullshit at work and those people are I usually fucking hate those people. Those are the people that I was speaking about before who I can't fucking stand and they take their job way too seriously. Like you're you're not the fucking president here, so calm the fuck down. But then there's people who you work with who are like your legitimate genuine friends. Like you would hang out with them outside of the 40 hours that you already do every fucking week, which is a lot. Like you see people at work more than you see most of your family, most of your friends, your significant other, like, you see these co-workers all the fucking time. These people are up your ass 40 hours a week. You don't realize how many hours 40 hours is until you incorporate, like, sleeping and shit and all your commuting back and forth. Like, you don't even see your family members that much. But you see fucking Becky in accounting that much, and man, do you hate those conversations. But you have to have them. So, again, that's just why I think a coworker dynamic is such an interesting conversation. But yeah, those people who you actually like at work, those are the people who make it worthwhile to go in and to deal with the bullshit. And usually, I find what you initially bond over with coworkers is hating your job. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I fucking have a miserable job. But people... Or hating aspects of your job. I don't have a miserable job. I kind of enjoy my job. Actually, scrap all that. The thing that you bond over, the for the most part, is hating one individual. Like, when... And it's really interesting how you have to broach this topic. Because you don't know if this person, who is going to be your friend, actually likes the person that you fucking hate. So then they come over to your office or to your corner and they say some shit like, ah, ha, ha, whatever, and then they leave and you're just like, fucking bitch. And then you look at the other person and you don't know if you can ask her like, man, do you hate Becky too? Because accounting makes me want to blow my fucking head off and she is just such a fucking loser. She gets so excited for work. And then the other person's like, yeah, what the fuck, man? When she sends out an account... It's like, it, it's her fucking lifeblood, and then suddenly you guys are talking about how much you hate this person, and that's what you bond over. And I think those, you know, bonding over hating a certain person, those are special, special bonds that you really, I feel like only coworkers can have that bond, because then you both know, because when you explain it to other people who don't work with you, and you're like, oh man... Like, this fucking girl, she sends me an email all the time for this or that. And people who don't work with you are like, yeah, so that's fucking normal. What the fuck is wrong with you? But meanwhile, you're just like, 
I can't believe she's asking me for a fucking receipt that's in the folder, stupid bitch. But meanwhile, it's really not that big of a deal, but you fucking hate this person. And you know that other people in your office hate this person. And it's really a, a specific thing that's really just unique to your your office. And that's all I'm going to say about coworkers. Another element or another friend group that I think you have is now with social media and everything, you have a, a pretty wide variety of friends who are like on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. And there's either like people who one are your friends in real life and you actually like them and you like their shit or whatever. And then there's another element or another group of friends who you know through online presence and you speak to each other and you actually like each other. And then there's a very interesting third group where usually these are people who are like friends of a friend or people who you met like once or twice and then basically like 10 minutes after you met this fucker they added you on Facebook or Instagram or whatever and then you feel obliged to accept or you know what's really weird is when people do that shit when you're sitting like with them like you're talking to them they're like well let me add you on Instagram and you're like what I'm talking to you right now in real life why do you need to look at my pictures right now like is that is that right very important right now is is this gonna change your fucking life come on David calm the fuck down I don't you don't need to see this picture it's not that important but anyways so these are the people who like (laughs) you either you see all of their shit you know all of their shit but you don't like any of it because you don't want them to know that you see your shit or you see their shit so eventually you run into this person again, uh, whether it be like at another friend's function or whatever. And then they try and tell you about their life, like how things are going or you're like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, I went to Italy. And you're like, yeah, I saw all your shit on Instagram. But you don't want to just tell them like, hey, I already fucking know this because you didn't like any of their shit. So you don't want them to know that you fucking saw all of it. So I think that's a uh, it always makes me laugh when I when I see these people like those people who I follow on Instagram, who I know they follow me, and I just, I want to unfollow them, but I can't, well, not that I can't, I just feel guilty doing it, because I know that they follow me, and I feel like they're going to give a fuck, but really, they're not going to give a fuck, I could unfollow them, and they won't even notice, they probably unfollowed me, fucking, fuck, who knows, and I feel like that's another problem with our, with, with people today, you know, we're all like, like, I'm afraid to unfollow people, because I don't want to hurt their fucking ego because they follow me meanwhile i have them fucking muted and they probably have me muted like let's just do both of ourselves a favor and unfollow each other and then we can go about our merry fucking day and not have to pretend to care about each other's bullshit and now i'm slowly starting to realize that there's way too many friend groups for me to actually go into an in-depth conversation about each of them. So, I'm gonna sum up another friend group, and then I'm gonna end this conversation, because it's getting too long, and I don't wanna fucking waste your time. So the final group of friends I'm gonna talk about are drinking friends. And I know some of you probably think that that means people who 
you're friends with and you go out and go drinking, but no, that's not the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who are usually friends of a friend and you've only seen them at parties. Like they're still your friend, I guess, in a way, like you know them, they know you. If you saw them on the street, you wouldn't ignore them. You'd probably say hi to them, but it would also probably be the only time that you've ever seen them sober. Like I'm talking about the people who you, you only see them when they're inebriated and you're inebriated. And that friend dynamic, that guy, he's a real friend. Like, he knows some shit about you that some people that have been your friend for 10 years don't even know. They've seen some some deep emotions within you <laughs> when you're fucking trashed and they're fucking trashed. And those friends are really... I, I know I've said this a lot, that it's an interesting dynamic, but that one, that's something... Like, you can make... Well, you couldn't make a movie about it, because that'd be fucking... I guess it could be an, an idea. No, it couldn't. That's a fucking stupid idea. But those drinking friends, those friends who you only see when both of you are inebriated, that's an interesting, wild, wild dynamic, because you don't even really know who that person is. Well, you do know who that person is, but you don't really know who they are when they're not drunk, and they don't know who you are when you're not drunk. So if you saw them on the street, and you were like, hey, Charlie, what's going on? I feel like I've used the fucking, the worst names. Like, I think I said Becky and Dave and Charlie. Like, how fucking white. God, I need to get, get some wild names in here, but I also don't want to say a name that's somebody that I might know because I don't want them to think that I'm talking about them or for their name to be out there. I don't know if people give a fuck about that or not. Some people do. But if your name was Brandon, hey, Brandon from earlier, like, that could be anybody. But if I say somebody like, I don't know, fucking... Oh, I had a guy, I knew a guy, his name was Friday. If I say, oh, my friend Friday... You, everybody knows who Friday is because his name is fucking Friday. How many people are named Friday? Interesting story. That guy was named Friday because his dad had like nine kids. And when he was born, his dad was like, I'm sick of naming kids. Just whatever day of the week it is, that's what his fucking name is. That guy got fucked. But anyways, when you see your drinking buddy, Charlie, and neither of you are, are drunk, it's kind of weird because you don't know... First of all, you might not remember all the conversations that you've had, and you don't know if he remembers or she remembers all the conversations that you had with them while you guys were drunk. Like, sometimes you say things when you're drunk, well, all the time you say things when you're drunk that you wouldn't say when you're sober, because that's what happens when you're drunk. And then when you see this person sober, they could be a completely different person. You know, they could be, they, they could carry themselves in a completely different manner, and then sometimes, you know... You've only seen them, like, three times in the last fucking year and a half. And each of those times, who knows, maybe they had a fucking rough week and they just really wanted to get trashed. And then you saw them at those those points in their life. And then you see them on a Tuesday wearing a suit and you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Last time I saw this guy, he had his fucking dick out and now... He looks like he's going to go to court, probably because he has a dick out. That's why he's going to court, right? But then you see them, and, and they're not the fucking jokester that they are sometimes. 
Sometimes people are not funny at all when they're not drunk. And then when they're drunk, they're fucking hilarious. And then when you see them in real life, they're fucking stuck up pieces of shit. And I think those are the drinking buddy friends that, I, that I'm talking about. Those people who, well, you wouldn't really know until you see them sober. But when they're sober, they're not nearly as fun as they are when they're drunk. And I think I'm going to end our conversation about friends here. Uh, maybe I'll pick it up again in a future podcast with the other friend groups that I had here, but I feel like it's getting a little bit too long. So, hit me up. You all know my email, teastakes at gmail.com, T-E-A-S-T-A-K-E-S at G-M-A-I-L dot com. Yeah, I spelled that motherfucker out for you. All right, see you next week.